I can't rob you of your victory because your victory is already set. That's it. I'm robbing you of your celebration. Welcome to Grapples of Apples, a podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to what's the first thing you're going to do once this pandemic is over, because I am sick and tired of this thing. Vacation. Without a doubt. Ooh, where are you going? Where are you going? Without a doubt. Vacation. Where are you going? Oh, um, I don't know. Anywhere but here. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, as always, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ill Bill the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be. That's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my hetero life mate. The very sensual. The very toy. Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the General Shades. Now, Shades, we have to talk about NXT TakeOver in your house, which just wrapped up not too long ago, live on the WWE Network, or not live. I'm not sure about these things anymore. Um, we got six matches on the card. We have some interesting booking decisions. And... Uh, we might just maybe have a new champion. But before we do any of that, before we go over any of that, before we talk about any of that, there's one thing I need you to do, Shades. Yes, sir. Ring, ring that bell. So, NXT TakeOver in your house, live from Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. It is June the 7th, taking from Sports Nation, the year of our Lord, 2020. <sighs> Six matches on the card, and Thrill and I actually discussed this on Friday night. Best match to open this pay-per-view with, six women's tag, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox taking on the team of Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. Boy, was this match messy. <laughs> I said it was going to be one of two things. It's going to be a really bad match to open the show, which in my opinion it was. Um, But at least... This match set the tone for this takeover. Oh man, <laughs> that's what's one way of putting it. Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox go over with, I believe, Dakota Kai eating the pin. Tegan Knox hit it with the shiniest of wizards. Yeah, and um, the baby faces go over. That 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 was that that was it. I guess. Your thoughts I mean, on this like, match? Um, like you said, it was kind of sloppy, and I think a huge part of that is they're trying to get Raquel Gonzalez over, who's like this giant behemoth of a woman, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. I mean that just because the woman is large. She's she's a big girl. Um, 
And then you have people like Tegan Knox and, and Dakota Kai who are still in the middle of their feud and they're more, you know, technical wrestlers. You have Candice LeRae who's more of a technical wrestler. Um, Shotzi Blackheart who's still trying to get her footing in the in the division. Mia Yim who's more of a brawler. And then you have her and Candice doing their thing. I don't know. Nothing about this felt cohesive. The storytelling didn't feel cohesive. The in-ring work didn't feel cohesive. It just felt messy all the way around. Yeah. This this match could have been a preview of six women that could be the the, the six top women in NXT after EO and Ripley leave. Absolutely. And I and I still do I still think that half of the women in this match have potential and promise to be at the top of the card. I'm not sold on any of them right now. That's the only thing. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not sold on any of them. Wow. Um, especially like if if you take this into to this match into account, none of them are ready for it. I don't think they're ready per se, but I think like I think Tegan Knox, Canister Ray, and Dakota Kai all have the tools to get up there. They just they haven't achieved that yet. Larray and Yim are probably the biggest names in this match. Sure, for sure. But probably the most experience is between those two women. Yeah, but for me, it was just like and new NXT Women's Champion Candice Larray, or and new NXT Women's Champion Mia Yim doesn't. No, not it yet. doesn't. I don't. I don't believe it yet. You know, saying it out loud, I don't believe that. So, uh, hopefully, they do better at because uh, who was it? Uh, Tom Phillips was like, well, we have the best. No. Uh, Sam Roberts, who, by the way, was really trying to heal it up on the pre-show. Um, don't like him. Never liked Sam Roberts. His hair disgusts me. Like, absolutely <laughs> disgusts me. It makes me want to puke. <laughs> He's just like how NXT has the best women's division in all the world. And I'm just like, sir, not even close. Impact. Once upon a time, they did. There was a time when that was true. Not yes. Right not even close. They're not even. Uh, they probably are second in terms of like. Didn't we do this? Didn't we rank them already? Like yeah, we did like, like two weeks ago. I forgot. But Impact is the the best wrestling women's division right now, Agreed. bar none. Agreed. Um. So yeah. So shall we move on? Yes, we can. Alright. Following match was Finn Balor, the Prince Finn Balor, taking on Damian Priest, who they're still trying to establish as a star after bringing him over from Ring of Honor. Um, the match was fine, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm not particularly a fan of Damian Priest. He's like Baron Corbin a Jace. For me. <laughs> His aesthetic, like his visual aesthetic, yeah, I can see that. But I think he's better. He's better in ring than Baron Corbin, but he's not better on mic. I was like, Baron Corbin's a better character worker than David yeah. Priest for sure. Um, but I, this match, this match was fine. Like, yeah, you got nothing. Nothing. 
nothing special. It's a dinner right home about like you know. If, if you're like a, a full course meal, right? Like me and like the the women's match was like the the appetizer, mm, the salad, like the first salad. The antipasto. Yeah, this match was the salad. Yeah, I agree. Um, at the end of the match, though, you could have had a good, like, still shot of uh, Balor doing the the guns, Damian Priest doing the arrow, uh, the bow and arrow thing, and they just cut it. Like they just cut it, and they went fade to black and went to a uh, a commercial or an advertisement. But it doesn't make sense for Priest to shoot the arrow back at Balor if he just lost. But I'm, but I'm. I don't care about the need to do it. It's a cool shot. That would be the cool shot for the go home. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to taunt your opponent once you've already lost. He's not taunting him. He's he. You're still in my sights. Mm. I mean, let's let's let's. Without the championship, Finn Balor is the biggest name on. NXT right now, male wise, right? Um, so same rule in in prison. You know, you go after the biggest, baddest, toughest guy. Well, you go in this case, you go after the most well decorated. Would be Finn Balor. So you do that. <clears throat> I don't think this is over. I hope it is though, because Balor gets nothing from this. And Damian Priest gets nothing from this if he wins. There's no. This is the end of it. This has to be the end of this feud. Yeah. I don't, I don't let, know. Let Priest move on to Keith Lee, and let um, Balor move on to Adam Cole, baby. They did. They did both of those already. Not in a lengthy feud, but they've done those matches already. Yeah, as one-offs, give them proper feuds. Because remember, the Keith Lee thing, it was more about him and Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, featuring Damian Priest. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Keith Lee, yes, that was our next match on the NXT's North American Championship. On the line, Limitless, Keith Lee taking on Johnny Takeover. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Ruthless, Johnny Gargano. Longest match of the night, and it felt that way. <laughs> Longest match of the night, and it absolutely felt that way. Um, you had Gargano working Keith Lee's hand. Keith Lee, you know, really selling the hand in- injury. Um, and then you have Candice LeRae come out and try to distract Keith Lee while he had Johnny Gargano on his like shoulder. And I'm like, you don't need this. I know it's just for a distraction for Gargano to do something like underhanded. Plus you don't need this. You can have a rev bump and do it. That, that would be better just to have Mia Yim come out and beat up Candice LeRae some more. Okay. The minute they added the 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 partners to these feuds, I was I was 
like turned off by this. Yeah. So they had the like before the match even started, they ran the promo and it showed, you know, involving Mia Yim and Candice LeRae and but I was like, oh God. And so when the two women came out, already I was like, Yeah, I'm done with this. I'm over this. Yeah. It's dumb. And uh, I think even Morrow was like, It's couples night here and I was like, Oh god, shut up. Mm-hmm. Not Morrow's best night, by the way. No, it wasn't. It it was not his best night. Um, everything he said made me cringe. He was stumbling all over himself, mispronouncing things left and right. It was just not a good day for in the office for Mister Mauro Ronaldo. And none of them. I mean, Beth Phoenix. I, I don't like Beth Phoenix on commentary. Um, she wasn't good tonight. Tom Phillips didn't help. Like it was. But that's the problem when you have when you put in Tom Phillips, and after removing Nigel McGuinness, Tom Phillips is a play-by-play guy. So you have yeah. two play-by-play guys and Beth Phoenix. Like there was a point during this match where, um, there was some sort of suplex or something off the top rope, and and um, he wanted to chime in and be like, "Oh, look." Take a note. Look at look at the elevation. Look at the height. And she jumps in. Look at the precision of the attack here. I'm just like, oh, you're you're stepping all over Tom Phillips. Like, dude, oh, come on. Yeah, man. Beth, Beth, not good at all. She she's she's there to give you like obvious questions or obvious statements. Yeah. Just like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, he threw a punch. Yeah, we can see that, dummy. Like, yeah, they like they try to cut to her to be like the in ring because she's a, a former superstar, but like it doesn't work. It comes off as 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 like I don't know. It doesn't come off right. And on top of that, they they go to the well too much of her being a mom. And Edge's wife, like at some point, there was some sort of reference that someone was gonna, some wrestlers said he was gonna treat the other one like a baby does their diaper, and he goes, "Beth, you're a mom, you know what that means." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, stop!" They 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 made all these references to to Beth Phoenix and and this and that, but not a peep, not a mention of. Keith Lee coming out and having his ring attire, his his trunks on the back of him say Black Lives Matter. Yeah, why would they? Two opportunities to do something, to say something, to put a little graphic, anything. They didn't. I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warzone. Shameless plug, by the way. And when you you turn the game on and get before you get into the, the lobby... There's a we stand for Black Lives Matter, you know, like there's a Black Lives Matter thing they have there. If a video game is taking the time out to do that and you can't do that, WWE, then I don't want to watch you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised considering who the owner is, who his wife is, who his wife works for, you know, like. Not surprised. This is not exactly a, you know. It's not a people's company. 
this is not a company that cares about race racism or sexism or misogyny or homophobia or whatever like the only reason that the wwe isn't the most offensive brand on the planet is because they have pr people to be like vince that's not a good idea <sighs> it's 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 yeah but i mean i'm 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 a hundred percent sure we're gonna hear something about it tomorrow from the dirt sheets yeah I have no doubt in my mind. So Keith Lee goes over with the spirit bomb. No. Um, Didn't he go over with the, um? Oh, what is the name of his other move? The pounce? No, 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 no. <sighs> yeah, it was a spirit bomb. It was a uh, power bomb lifted back up, power bomb again. Because Hugo, because Hugo mentioned to us, he's like Spirit Bomb. Like, yeah, that's Keith Lee's finisher. Yeah, he has another move, but I can't think of the name right now. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But want to go to the next match? Um, yes. Let's see where are we at. Okay, so. Next match is, much to my surprise, was the NXT Championship match. The last chance back lot brawl. Where if Velveteen Dream lost, he would no longer be able to challenge for the NXT Championship as long as Adam Cole is champion. Match takes place in a parking lot, I guess. With the ring (laughs) in the middle Surrounded <laughs> by cars. Out of the three, four the technically. Big, the the four. Big Bang Catastrophe. Sorry, that's the name of the movie I was thinking of. The Big Bang Catastrophe. Sorry. What? That's the other name. That's the other one of Keith Lee's finishers. It's called the Big Bang Catastrophe. Oh, no. He puts you in a fireman's carry and then turns it into a jackhammer. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't beat him with that. He beat him with the spirit bomb. You sure? Positive. Okay. With the okay, NXT okay. Championship match and the last chance backlot brawl, right? Mm. There has been four matches. Three by WWE. One by AEW. Matches, Boneyard match, Firefly Funhouse match, the backlot uh, brawl. And the stadium stampede match. Now these four matches were this this one match. The backlot match was probably the most wrestling oriented of the four. Sure, agreed. The least cinematic in terms of the best. It's still stadium stampede, boneyard. Then this match. And then whatever that acid trip was of the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> I agree. I 100% agree. Uh, Cole comes out in a monster truck. I was like, okay, cool. Velveteen Dream comes out. And I thought it was going to be another monster truck. Nope. Lamborghini. Beautiful Lamborghini. I'm just like... Oh. 
Morrow thought it was going to be a little red Corvette, but I guess a Lambo is just fine. Yeah, I was like, oh, Prince, I get it. Exactly. I was like, Morrow, I'm not trying to bully <laughs> you, man. This was a bad one. But the match wasn't bad. Um, you had some UE. Uh, was Bobby Fish and Roddy Strong come in? They 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 threw a beating. Oh, she's before I even get there. Shout out to Velveteen Dream coming out dressed like Negan from The Walking Dead, bat in hand and everything. Awesome. You like that? I thought it was fun. Okay, I like his braids. His braids are good. You didn't like it, obviously. Eh, I wasn't crazy about it. Why? I mean, and that's that's probably more to do with the fact that like I'm soured on The Walking Dead as a as a property. But um, uh-huh. I guess it was fine. It's because you didn't read the rest of the uh, graphic novels. Yeah. So you wouldn't be soured on them. Trust me. Maybe at the end. We'll see. We'll see. But the match was was okay. Um, there were some speculation that Adam Cole wasn't going to re-sign with WWE, that he was going to go to AEW because his bae's there, the role model, which is something I wanted to bring up on the episode last night, um, last episode rather, and I forgot. Um, Adam Cole, with, with Adam Cole's... Uh, I wouldn't say allegiance, but willingness to resign or not resign. We didn't know if Dream was going to win this. Now, they're not even the penultimate match. This is the fourth match on the card. One, I I would be pissed off if I'm the NXT champion because this is Adam Cole supposed to be the face of NXT, and you still have. Karrion Cross and Tommaso, and you have the women's triple threat match. As long as Charlotte's around, that's your face of the company. So, they had a, a decent match. Um, what I don't like with this backlot brawl is that there's a wrestling ring there. Mm-hmm. What's the point of that? Uh, you guys can do whatever you want, but the match has to end in the ring. What? Yeah, I didn't get the point of that either. The last like parking lot brawl I've seen was, or I remember, was Eddie Guerrero and John Cena, which they mentioned on the on the episode on the episode on the on Takeover. So I was happy about that. But if you got pinned, you got pinned. That's it. You, you didn't have to get pinned in a ring. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it either, to be honest, at all. This is just uh, so so Cole can hit the Panama Sunrise, or um, Velveteen can hit the uh, was it the Purple Rainmaker? Yeah, I mean that's, I mean, yeah, both of their both two of their signature moves require the ring. Not really. You gotta. Cole's hitting the, the the Panama Sunrise is a little bit harder on a car 
than a ring. It's a lot less safe. But mm. dream hitting he hit an elbow drop from anywhere. You're he can right. Hit the elbow drop from the top of a car. He can hit the elbow drop from the top of a he can put coal on a, a car and jump off the monster truck. Yeah. Like that You're right. You're right. So I don't know. The ring took away from the match for me. But mm-hmm. uh the spot where you had uh Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish throwing in uh steel chairs into the ring and I don't remember I think it was Morrow because he talked a lot. Yep. He said that um this is uh this gives me memories of, of ECW. Yeah. And I was just like, Yeah, but they're not burying Velveteen under chairs. They're just throwing him in the ring. Yeah. I was like, No. No, Morrow. And then I the, I don't know who this guy is. I I don't re- ever remember his name, but he kinda creeps me out. Oh, Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Dexter Loomis, I think, by the way, is doing a fantastic job of doing his job, of being like a serial killer. Yeah. The problem is they named him Dexter Loomis. And then they're like, just like his TV counterpart. I'm like, oh, you don't like you don't have to spoon feed us everything. TV Let counterpart. The audience- yeah. Dexter, the show Dexter from Showtime. Yeah, yeah but it's Dexter Morgan. Come on. Yeah, but Dexter, 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 Dexter. Ugh, that's lazy. Either way, I'm like, you don't have to spoon feed us every reference you need to make. No, like, but they do. On. They do though, because they they think that we're all dumb. It's insane. So you have Cole hit, um, Velveteen Dream in his Velveteen Dream, um. That means he low blowed him. I got it. I got it. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I'm I'm trying to treat you guys like WWE would treat you. <laughs> Adam Cole Bebe hits the low blow on Velveteen. Panama Sunrise onto the stack of chairs that was there, and one, two, three. Adam Cole Bebe ret- return returns. <laughs> he retains the NXT Championship. One one last dig. At Mauro Ronaldo, real quick. Wow, you, we are was, really pooping on Mauro today. I just, just last one because it happened to be the finish of this match, where Adam Cole Bebe tried doing the Panama Sunrise, but Velveteen Dream reversed it into the Dream Valley Driver, except Mauro act like the reversal never happened. So he's just like, "Oh, Adam Cole, what the Panama Sunrise?" And then Tom Phillips had to be like. Turned into the the Dream Valley Driver is what Velveteen Dream calls it. And I was like, oh, man. Ooh. That's, that's the last bit of, of, of Morrow shaming I'll do for the night. Okay. You can move us to the next match, though. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. The following match, the penultimate match of the evening... Featured Tommaso Ciampa facing off against the takeover debuting Carrion Cross, accompanied by Scarlet. Now, I mean, th- you have two banger entrance music. You have Carrion Cross, whose whole entrance is treated like 
He's the second coming. Big deal. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen production value in an entrance like this since Aleister Black. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they have Karrion Cross has his first takeover match versus Ciampa. Um, and this was, I thought, for the short match that it was, I thought it was fine. I thought it was actually a pretty good match yeah. for six minutes. They they did a lot of storytelling in the short amount of time that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they made Karrion Cross look and still feel legit. Yeah. But what I like is that they didn't make him invincible. There was a part where they made they made it clear that like Champa had him down on the ropes. He was like down on the ground, pulling himself up by the ropes. So he's not invincible. He's a human being. But then he turned it on and he choked out Champa. Yeah, he hit him with the cross jacket sleeper hold. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Tommaso could not answer the referee. Referee stops the match. Karrion Cross wins. And if you guys are paying attention at this time, Thrill and myself yeah. are tied 6-6. 6-6? Six, six. Six, six? No, 6-5. Six, Going what? into the main event. I was six. five and zero, oh. and I was six and zero oh. going. Yeah, I was five and zero oh going into the main event. You were six and zero, oh, and Amanda was five and one. Five and one, yes. So at this point, the way it played out is, the three of us each had different winners. No, if- no, 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 no. Okay, so let's set the table for the main event, shall we? Because I, okay. I have been carrying, uh, you know, checking the stats all night. Mm-hmm. Hugo didn't even bother showing up for this pay per view. <laughs> Man, leave my brother alone. Tom held his own, but also faltered. So, three winners could have happened if Rhea Ripley won. Amanda would have retained because that means she would have tied. Not she would have tied. Um, Fred Sperto would have tied you and me. Oh, no, just me. Because you had uh, your lock was in EO, right? Mm-hmm. So Fred so and I would have. What? I would have ended the night five and two. Yeah. So Fred and I would have ended the night six and one each. Meaning Amanda would retain her championship if Rhea Ripley won. If Charlotte won, I would have won flat out. And if Io Shirai would have won, although Amanda chose Io as well, Will would have edged her out in points. And now we have set the scene for a very, very entertaining, not match-wise, but closed. <laughs> Apples triple threat championship match. Oh wow! Oh, that's perfect how that worked out too. Oh, technically it was a fatal four because Fred was still in it. Yeah, but like it was three of us, it's three of them, three possible winners comes three possible outcomes. Yeah, but there's also three possible winners. Is oh yeah, technically yeah, because Fred wouldn't have won the championship. Amanda would have retained. So exactly. yeah. Exactly. So. 
We have Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, I don't know about you, Shades, but I felt like this match reached its climax like five times. Yeah. Right? There were so many there's at least four or five times where I was like, oh, okay, we're we're here now. We're we're just about to hit the apex of the match. We're gonna get our finish. And then we didn't. And then I was like, okay, this is gonna be the apex, this is gonna be right here, and then we had the finish, and then we didn't. And I was like, huh. This 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 doesn't the so pacing have, seems off. For me, I if I if I, I counted correctly, we had three false finishes. We had natural selection, mm-hmm. false mm-hmm. No, four. No, technically, yeah, three, three. Okay, so we had natural selection, false finish. Right. We had Charlotte put EO in the figure four, then the figure eight. Yep. Rhea pulls her out, false finish. Uh, Rhea Ripley hits the pump handle, slam the uh, riptide. Oh, riptide off the top rope on Charlotte Flair. Pins broken up by Yoshirai. Another yep. false finish. And I'm just like, hmm. Okay, at out they're they're all battling outside, and Charlotte Flair uh, pulls a Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels and throws Io Shirai through the uh, the front window. Yeah, of the stage. The stage. Rhea Ripley. So now normally, when they do that, that wrestler's done. Like usually, when they do something like they put them through something, they're usually cooked for the rest of the match. Yeah. So uh, I thought, okay, there goes EO. I didn't. I'm just like, one of two things are going to happen. Either she's going to cl- climb out of there and attack one of them, or we're, we may get a dive spot because EO is the evil genius of the sky. Right. So she climbs to the top of the, the house, the arch, and mm-hmm. and does a... A dive onto cross-body. yeah, cross body dive onto both women. Okay, now it's feeling like for the fourth time we're getting to the climax of the pay per view. Yeah, yeah. I think they they dump EO outside. Charlotte hits another spear, her fifth one of the night. Mm-hmm. Puts Rhea in the figure four, transitions to the figure eight, and. I this is why I don't like the crowd being there right now because they gave away the end where this guy is just glued to the top rope <laughs> looking at Io Shirai I'm like, and they didn't they didn't have her in frame yet. So I'm just like, yeah. oh Io's gonna win because she's gonna hit the moonsault. And what does Io do? She hits the moonsault, lands hard on Rhea Ripley. Long, so the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, Rhea's head is dead. But when you watch it the second time, yes, EO definitely got Rhea. But it looks like she she does the, the elbows and knees bump just in the nick of time so that she only kind of gets the side of Rhea's head. It looks like she pretty much gets torso right above her head. Yeah. So Rhea Ripley eats the pin. Io Shirai is the new NXT Women's Champion. Now, this solidifies Grapple the Apples with a new World Champion. But Shades, Shades has bit 
of a debate. What you are not going to try and take this away from me? Two WWE champ, uh, two WWE pay per views in a row. AJ uh-huh. AJ Styles literally holding the briefcase, and then it drops. I got robbed. Mm-hmm. Okay. This match, when anybody is ever in the figure four and their shoulders are down, they're getting counted for a pin. <sighs> Technically, Charlotte was Blair covering the pin had no, 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 Rhea no, Ripley no, no, in the figure four. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not playing this game. I'm Absolutely not playing not. a game. We're talking and about you, actual actual facts. There's 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 video evidence to back up my my, my theory. You cannot Eel dispute was that. Eo was covering Rhea. The pinfall belongs to Eo. How so when she's in the figure four already? And if her shoulders are down, uh, Charlotte Flair should take precedent over Eo Shirai. She had her in the pin first. Just saying, if you, I got if robbed you at, again. If you, I got robbed again. You see, ladies and gentlemen of the world, all millions of you who are undoubtedly listening to this show right now, do you see how this man is? I get my first world championship, and I'm not even allowed to enjoy it because he wants to rob me with his nonsense conspiracy theory, which it's, it's, undoubtedly... I'm going to have, you know, probably Tommy Boy and who else back him out just because. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's actual Unreal. fact. No, it's you not. Look, if you, you can look see- back on the the pathions of matches that wrestling have had, any man or woman that is in the submission, the figure four specifically, and their shoulders are down, they get counted. They never when get counted. Somebody, when a wrestler, another wrestler, is on top of said performer, that shoulders are down, that is the pinfall that takes place. Furthermore, if you actually watch the match back, as the pin is taking place, you can see Charlotte releasing the hold with her legs. So then she has zero base for a pinfall. Thank you. Nah, I don't know about that. I see her kicking, trying to kick Io Shirai while she still has a figure four in. But how could that's not possible? You use your legs to lock in the, the figure four. So if you're kicking, that Actually, means that you are no longer. You can still, do you know what a four looks like? I know that you're not good at math, but do you know what a four oh looks like? Oh my God. Oh my God. A you four has a long work. part. Her long part is the leg. She can use that leg to kick. I have stumped you in two arguments in one shot. I should be no, the grapples no. champion. Just because just because you make stuff up and then declare yourself the winner doesn't mean that you actually are the winner. I'm, That's not this how is not making it up. This is this is fact. This is backed by fact. It's not. Uh, you I, are the worst. I, you are a horrible loser, sir. This is, I feel bad for you. This is backed I feel by bad fact. For you. I, I have to lose again. I will be you calling the proper authorities to voice my displeasures. And we will get to the bottom of this. We will get to the bottom of this. As a matter of fact, Sir Shades, if you want to, if you want to try and, and and play this game, once EO hits the moonsault, Charlotte's shoulders also are on the mat. So therefore, 
Charlotte will not have won. You can then either say Io won or Rio won. No matter how you slice it, Charlotte does not win this match. What I'm saying here is that I was robbed regardless. See, here we go. Here we go. I was I, robbed I just regardless. Legitimate, I'm, I'm legitimately telling you how you're wrong, and you don't want to hear it. I was, I'm was. i robbed regardless. Doesn't matter. How are you robbed regardless? How? 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 I would have I would have won this match if the ref knew his knew the rules and the regulations of be, of his job. Which rules? What rule is that? We don't have enough time to get into the rules, but you give exactly. me you give exactly. me exactly. you give me five exactly. days and I will come with the proper rules. Oh my! I oh I wish we were on video so I can pull up the video footage as part of this episode and do like markers, circles, and all that stuff. You're the worst, sir. You are a horrible sore loser. You're robbing me of my victory, and I don't appreciate it. I can't rob you of your victory because your victory is already set. That's it. I'm robbing you of your celebration, but that's not my that's not my doing. You need to be a you need to be a a, a Shawn Michaels and not a Marty Jannetty here. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. That is a horrible example here. I won, and you're trying to overshadow me. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels were on the outs and had lost the match when that happened. There wasn't anyone ruining anyone's celebration. What I'm saying is that I'm overpowering you. Your eager eager attempt to have your ego take over is falling flat. Sir, check. Try again. (sighs) Anyway. When it comes to the way we do recaps and reviews, we have to give you our match of the night. It's just what we do. It's how we do it. So, Shades, what's your match of the night? Uh, I would I would have to say Karrion Cross and Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Because they okay. were the quickest. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to give it to the main event because it got me my W, so I'll take it. She wins for a cheap person. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, when other people do their recaps and reviews, they may have a star system like Mr. Beltzer. And they may have a grading system of letters A through F like Cultaholic. Here at Grapples to Apples, what we do is we have topes. You get zero topes if you are the worst pay-per-view that's ever existed, looking at you, TNA Victory Road. And you get five topes if you are the grand standard of professional wrestling pay-per-views, looking at you, Dominion 69 2018. So, Shades, how many topes does NXT TakeOver in your house get? So we usually start with a 2.5 right down the middle. Yes, Six matches. Let's get to grading. Me AM. Candice LeRae, the, the captains of their respective teams, bad match. This is down to a 1.75 for me. Jeez Louise, okay. Finn Balor, Damon Priest keeps it 1.75. Keith Lee and Gargano brings it up to a 2. Cole and Velveteen leave it at a 2. Karrion Cross, Tommaso Ciampa, although good. Leaving it at a two. Main event. 
it wasn't bad. I would give it. It boosted to a two two five for me. Okay. So all, right. all in all, I, I, I land on a two point two five. Okay. That's fair. It felt worse it just than below it was. average for you. It felt worse than it was. Mm-hmm. This could have easily been a, a weekly NXT paper like a takeover as opposed to a pay per view. Uh, if you just got rid of the Mia Yim and Finn Balor match, and not even that, you could have still had that and still be under the two hour mark. I mean, they literally only went half an hour over the two hour time limit. Yeah. So you just cut out, you know, a couple of minutes of Keith Lee's match and you get rid of the first two matches. You're looking at a good episode of NXT, but a bad NXT takeover. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Now, where do you land on our tope system? Okay. So like you said, we started at 2-5. Six women tag match. Wasn't crazy about it. I'll drop but I didn't hate it. I'll drop it to a 2.25. Balor and Priest keep it the same, 2.25. Lee and Gargano. I they they didn't do anything to make me change it. We're still at 2.25. Colon Dream 2.25. Um Cross and Champa. I'll give it a 2.5 only because I like what they're doing with Carrie and Cross. Um, and the main event, I mean, look, I'll say this much. They went for it. You know, like when I think about it in a bubble, they really, the, the three women went for it. You know, you had the, the, the jumping over the house spot. You had, you know, the riptide from the second rope, you know, they, they, they went for it. So I give them that, but it's it still, it just, it fell flat. I can't give this match or this show. More than 2.5 topes. Okay. Yeah, this is a very average, very run-of-the-mill, very just, oh, it happened? Cool. Like, other than Io Shirai winning the championship, and not because I picked her, but because, like, Io Shirai won the championship. Other than that, there was, like, nothing of note for this pay-per-view. Yeah. It was... You, you got You got nothing from it except Io Shirai winning the belt and for me this came uh too late like I would have cared while she was still a babyface. right now she's in this like weird tweener which they have all the you know Japanese women doing where uh, Asuka and Kairi Sane were both heels I think they turned all of them heel at the same time and now they're around either transitioning back to being a baby face or either either a full-blown baby face so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see where we go from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, is that is that it? Are we, are we done? I think that is it for this recap and review. So, that's a wrap on NXT TakeOver In Your House. Not live. From Full Sailor University in Winter Park, Florida. As always, 
you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples apples that's grapples the number two apples if you don't like soundcloud you got google play music you got apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. don't forget to check out our social media pages that's facebook.com and twitter.com slash grapples apples that's grapples the number two apples like comment share subscribe do whatever you gotta do to put it in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible and remember that's the only place where you can get your predictions put in your predictions and find out what's going on in the middle of all these shows that's on our social media pages as always i've been one of your hosts ill will the thrill the poetarian shakespearean candidate major english grapples to apples world champion whatever you need me to be baby that's who i'll be because that's who i is joined remotely by my hetero life mate the very sour and the hour man with the power still too sweet to be sour Cry- <laughs> cream of the crop <laughs> rise to the top your boy the general shades don't forget to check out our past episodes our future episodes like our weekly coming up this week this week this week next week next week and every other week it's an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling day. Peace. Peace and love.